you know brand is a relationship of value to the customers brand actually defines you it defines you in your business brands also signify your intent so what do you want to do branding also helps you to outdo competition uh, branding also builds a lot of trust brands also open up new revenue channels branding also harness the power of emotions and that is a sweet spot which most of the marketers actually aim for everything is versus the competition so what's your customer acquisition rate versus competition what's your market share what is the sales lift what is the roi of distributed channels all these actually help the company frame the entire structure of brand equity and which helps us to measure what is the overall impact of the brand Welcome to the Stars of Learning podcast where your host Jyoti ji exposes the minds of the thought leaders who have vast experience and in-depth knowledge in the learning industry. Now over to your host Jyoti ji. Hello everyone, hearty welcome to season 2 of Stars of Learning podcast. and my name is jyoti ji and i'm your host for today and each fortnight i interview the thought leaders in the learning industry who will share their best practices of learning we will also discuss challenges solutions latest trends tools technology integration leadership and their journey in the learning there has never been a better time for companies to invest in branding you will agree that the focus is now on consumer experience as consumers play an ever increasing role in managing their own brand and metrics have shifted to value based assessments like user satisfaction and as a result the balance of influence in the brand consumer relationship has swung dramatically to the consumer opening up unique branding opportunities that companies in the industry simply cannot afford to ignore i'm sure we all believe that brands have the power not only to change individual lives but to change the world how then can your brand stand out amongst the competition so let's listen from an expert rohit gulati who i contacted through linkedin and i was amazed with awesome job he does on healthcare marketing and brand so friends i'm sure you all will agree that not all will get an opportunity to get to know the different domain of industry we work in like education banking healthcare and many other and what more easy is to get an expert to talk and share his experience and that would exponentially save our time to know the subject today we will have the conversation with one and only rohit gulati who will share all his insight and his way of approach in branding and healthcare today i am glad to welcome my guest rohit gulati head strategy and group marketing at carlstores and company india and subcontinent who is a senior strategic commercial leader with a progressive experience of 14 years in the healthcare industry rohit has worked in leading healthcare mnc's like depio synthesis a johnson and johnson company msd bosch and lom and many other and his project has been across sales strategy and marketing functions he is passionate about building high value brands 
to fuel rapid revenue growth for both established and startup companies. He possesses an entrepreneurial mindset and employs strong team leadership to create outsized impact with limited resources. As the head strategy, he is responsible for corporate strategy and marketing of imaging business in India and subcontinent. A thorough team player with a keen eye for detail, he blends his learning from digital sales and marketing to deliver results and is always in pursuit of excellence. So there is much more to his kitty friends. He has got a lot of honors and awards. It's a Titan Award as an extra achiever at Hua Hin. And he has also got a Thailand Award for Excellence for conducting an international speaker series. He's also received a Rookie of the Year Award for MSS Business and Braveheart in the Business Excellence category, APAC Marketing Excellence Award and many more into the kitty. So there's also a publication, MedTech, the keystone for Aishman Bharat is also under his kitty. So friends, you should not miss that publication. It has an immense, immense uh, topic about the healthcare related from government of India perspective. You should definitely look at that. So today on this episode, uh, friends, we shall explore masterclass in brand and healthcare marketing before we jump in i would like you to take a pause and take a screenshot of this episode and share it as your instagram story or any social media and don't forget to tag me at prajwita knowledge without any further delay let me welcome my guest rohit gulati once again welcome uh, rohit to stars of learning podcast and i'm so so happy and excited that you are joining me today hi jyoti thank you so much uh, first of all uh, i would like to thank you for getting me live through this podcast and i'm honored to be speaking with you through this podcast sure my pleasure uh... Rohit. Rohit, before we start on this uh, interesting topic on brand and healthcare, let's begin with a little background about yourself as you have had an amazing journey in your career. So tell us how, what got you, you know, where you are today. So Jyoti, I am basically a healthcare professional. I did my bachelor's of pharmacy and a management degree around 20 years back. And I joined my healthcare career in sales, as most of us do. Moved on to a marketing role in a company called as Synthes. Today, it has been acquired by Johnson & Johnson and it's called DepuSynthes. Hmm. With increasing responsibilities, I moved on from sales to marketing and uh, worked with pharmaceutical giants like uh, Merck, Sharp & Dome. Hmm. Further, I went on to work with uh, players like uh, Bosch & Lom and Beckton Dickinson in capacities of head of marketing. Uh, I currently work at Carlstos India, uh, private limited, which is basically uh, endoscopy giant. Uh, we are a German firm and market leaders in endoscopy across the world and in India. And I head their strategy and marketing function. Great. So all, so all the way, all the way, you know, I have built many brands and worked closely with world-class teams to impact patients in my healthcare journey. 
Wonderful, wonderful to have you here uh, and to be talking about this uh, topic, uh, Rohit. And I see your career has been in this particular domain. Today, brand plays a key element in every walk of life, right? So what's in a brand and what is your definition of a brand? And why do you say so? Well, Jyoti, uh, brands are most critical to any organization for that matter. Hmm. You know, some organizations like Apple are brands in itself. Right. And uh, most of these brands deliver many benefits to an organization you cannot even imagine. Hmm. Some of them are uh, like increased revenue and market share, increased customer loyalty. Uh, we can also look at increased stock prices and share, shareholders value. And also it has the ability to attract and retain high quality employees. Hmm. You know, brand is a relationship of value to the customers. Hmm. It is more intangible and emotional. Hmm. Uh, all in all, your brand is the sum total of your customers' perceptions, their notions and their experiences. Okay. It is actually the face, personality and values, hmm. you know, your business stands for. And everything in between. Okay. Uh, I, I remember uh, a famous saying by David Ogilvy that all brands have a product, but not all products have a brand. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful to end that with that uh, amazing note, uh, Rohit. Now that your main USP is in marketing and healthcare, so what is the strategy in building big brands? Uh, Jyoti, you know, uh, I would like to elucidate a framework uh, which I generally use for building big brands. Hmm. Uh, there are three parts to it. You know, the first part talks about uh, where do you want to play in the market. Mm -hmm. It encompasses many things like market sensing, identifying opportunities, the buying process, segmentation and targeting. Hmm. Uh, the second part looks at how do you win in this market. So it's very important to develop that right offer and the go-to-market strategy when you are with your product. And the third, the most important, which sometimes most of the marketers forget uh, in building big brands is the measurement. Hmm. So it's very important to measure success and you should know where that success is coming from. Okay. So these three actually form the pillars of building big brands. This is actually a step-by-step -step methodology mm -hmm. which we use in building big brands. Okay. And uh, I actually tell most marketers to take out good time to build this approach. Mm -hmm. It's very important to understand the entire universe and your target audience, which is the most important thing and which, uh, you know, most marketers get it wrong because they are targeting a bigger size. Mm -hmm. It's very important to get that exact market audience where which might be sometimes very, very niche as well, mm, right, right, to target your product. Understanding Indian strata and segmentation mm. is actually very important mm -hmm. as you have limited resources and it's important to utilize your resources to the best when you're in the market. Okay. Okay. Wonderful. I think uh, with these three pillars, what you spoke about, uh, Rohit, how do we convince or, you know, uh, what are your thoughts on how to enable leadership for brand focus on these three pillars? Yeah, that's a great question, Jyoti. I think, uh, you know, leadership uh, is very important in creating that brand focus. And uh, leadership should create an environment of continuous improvement, 
continuous innovation and initiative mm-hmm. leaders must must actually foster a commitment from the team mm-hmm. to embrace an uh, innovative mindset where each employee actually learns to apply the differences that exist uh, between one each other and they own their successes right so that the organization grows mm-hmm. uh, at this point you know i also would like to quote uh, something which elon musk who is the founder of spacex and tesla motors we all know mm. you know he discussed his journey to reinvent the aerospace and the automotive industries which we all know again mm. for musk it is actually the talent of his people and the trust he has in his team mm. and a combination of collaboration grit and uh, resilience that keeps his vision alive okay you know it's at the end the ultimate role of leaders is to keep companies industries and economies alive and that can happen only by innovation okay you know so it's very important for leadership to give that direction mm-hmm. okay it's a culture with innovation yes yeah Sh- sure and i'm sure you are a recognized builder who have been successful in launching products companies and programs and delivering revenue growth for healthcare companies and that's definitely a big feather on your cap uh, rohit what is the approach you use to measure the impact of brand in the organization because that is one of the pillar which you are talking where is success, from where the success is coming from measurement is important is what you're saying so how, what is uh, your approach yeah i think this is uh, the most important thing which we all get measured at leadership level and let me talk to you about a concept called as brand equity here mm-hmm. you know it is actually brand equity which is the reason why the world renowned brands like apple can command a premium price point mm-hmm. and it's estimated that apple's brand value is close to 154 billion dollars on nearly three times its annual revenue Oh. right which actually is the impact which it is created okay uh, additionally you know brand equity is driven by quality of the customer experience including the branding and the marketing part it's also built by emotions hmm. and impacts customer behavior it's actually the reason why customers still line up to buy the latest iphone yeah uh, you know outside apple's store yeah uh, how do we measure this you know there are various ways of measuring a brand equity today mm. you know one is a most popular way of doing it is the brand awareness mm mm-hmm. so how aware are people about the brand you can look at various surveys focus groups amount of web traffic which you get on the website you can look at very social media mentions reviews about the brands and the products right uh, so that is one particular metric the second metric is uh, preference metric so how much do the customers prefer the brand mm. right uh, so that's the brand relevance the emotional attachment to the brand and finally the brand value you know brand value is basically nothing but a measure of how much your customers are willing to pay for your products and services mm. Mm. so that's a great measure mm. you know most of us work in mncs and brand value is actually uh, driving most of the things True. the third and the most important metric is the financial metrics and that is where the a lot of the number crunching of the brand equity comes from mm. right so way to measure brand e- equity through related financial aspects include 
price premium mm-hmm. you know how much can you command over competition you can also look at something which is today called as customer lifetime value uh, you would see a lot of books talk about customer lifetime value this is a term which is being increasingly used today and uh, what is the rate of your sustained growth not growth but sustained growth mm. so are you actually growing in a sustained manner uh the third metric uh, another metric which uh, uh, i would like to point out here is the customer adoption of loyalty programs and you know some of the uh, sales on the promoted products you know that is also one of the metrics of uh, uh, brand equity okay last but not the least is the competition everything is versus the competition hmm. so what's your customer acquisition rate versus competition what's your market share what is the sales lift what is the roi of distributed channels all these actually help the company frame the entire structure of brand equity and which helps us to measure what is the overall impact of the brand yeah yeah oh, that's a great insight uh, rohit on the metrics uh, i think five heavy weighted uh, points is what you have listed out here brand yeah. awareness preference metrics financial customer adoption and the competition which we cannot yeah. uh, you know uh, we have to be mindful about yeah so rohit now we spoke about brand we spoke about enabling the leadership and you know how to bring in to the culture can you explain to my listeners why of late the branding is become more important than ever you know here again i will give you seven more points uh, <laughs> uh, sure uh, my branding is very important today than it was uh, many years ago right you know, today, today today brands rule the world and uh, most of the startups want to become brands and they want to rule the world as mm-hmm. well so one of the things the first thing i would start off with is brand actually defines you it defines you in your business mm-hmm. right so that is very important so basically your identity in the business brands also signify your intent so what do you want to do mm. uh, a brand would actually tell a lot about what the business is all about mm. branding also helps you to outdo competition right so once you you are a really strong brand obviously you are outdoing competition so branding is very very important mm. it also helps your consumers know what to expect by making your products easy to choose ha huh. okay right so you are actually positioning your brand the brand actually helps customers you know position in the right manner so you exactly know if you are choosing x x brand versus a y brand mm. of why do you want to choose that x brand right mm-hmm. uh branding also builds a lot of trust so if you trust a brand and you would know jyoti that you know probably go into a, a, a shopper stop or you know where there are many brands today right and you you love a certain kind of brand because a certain kind of trust to that brand right true so they build a lot of trust brands also open up new revenue channels right mm. so you might launch some new brands in the market and they open suddenly open a new market channel for you mm. Right? Mm. and uh, they are very very important today because most companies are looking for new revenue channels today yeah branding also harness the power of emotions we are basically connected to brands by the power of emotions right yeah it's an emotional connect true right true. which is sometimes not defined 
Yeah. And that is a sweet spot which most of the marketers actually aim for. Ah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Rohit, with this concept, brand ruling the world, can you share any examples which has positive as well as negative brand image? Sure. I think let's define brand image first. Uh, you know, brand image is basically the perception of the customers for the brand. Mm-hmm. And uh, image of the brand actually develops not uh, once, but it develops over a period of time. Mm-hmm. And it can be developed due to experiences and the interactions the customer has over over the years. True. I'll give you one example of a very, very strong brand, which uh, we all use in our daily lives. Mm-hmm. This is a brand called Colgate. Yeah. This is a very household brand, you know. Uh, and we all are convinced with, you know, the, the satisfactory results which it has delivered over the years. Right. Yes. So this brand is associated with a lot of trust, right? And that is why there's a lot of strong image of this brand. Now, there are many negative brands in the market. And one of the examples which I can recall was a brand uh, named as Ugly Drinks. Hmm. Now, this was uh, a healthy alternate to sugar drinks. But if you see the name uh, as Ugly Drinks, the name of the brand actually created a negative perception. Hmm. In fact, later the company worked on the, you know, defined the uh, topic as uh, that it's a healthy brand, it doesn't mean boring, and they actually revamped the entire design. Hmm. And improved mm-hmm. it. So it can actually impact the profitability of the company. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's very important uh, to actually look at the reasons behind uh, which uh, negative uh, brand publicity can happen. Yeah. And it can be anything. You know, it can be the brand name. In this case, it was the brand name. It can be the packaging. It can be the way of communication with the customers. It can be anything. Similarly, in healthcare as well, you know, you can develop a lot of brands with a lot of positive image. And sometimes the brand name, if you choose wrong, it can go in a very, very wrong space. If you if you understand, you know, if you look at some brands in healthcare, you would remember their names because they're very catchy. Yes. You know, um, and uh, most of the doctors remember their names when they are prescribing to their patients. Mm-hmm. So that's why the marketers take a lot of time uh, to think of the right kind of brand name so that when the doctor starts remembering about the brand, he can easily remember it and put it down on the prescription and give it to the patient. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. So, so uh, Rohit, in continuation to that, you were a panel recently at a World Marketing Congress uh, conference in Mumbai. Can you share some nuggets, you know, on how to transform and empower that marketing thing to drive change and bring in that innovation? I mean, what would be the ideal way you propose? Uh, Sure, Jyoti. Uh, You know, we are getting into an era of what I call as MarTech. Mm. That means technology-driven marketing. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot has been also said about purposeful marketing which has, you know, is today's more stronger than ever before. Hmm. If your marketers cannot drive growth through a terminology called as growth hacking, uh, and this term is widely used nowadays to get new customers and new technology as leverage for innovation. You know, if the marketers today cannot use some of the technologies like AR, VR and blockchains, hmm. uh, they would not be able to bring about a huge transformation. 
right so we need to empower our marketing teams and business teams today with necessary skills hmm. and these marketing tools hmm hmm so i will uh, come back to you on the ar vr question a little later time uh, rohit but then in continuation what is futuristic marketing and what are you know key future technology trends uh, and i totally understand this question itself will be a, an episode for us and much more maybe but please help me my listeners to understand what are these trends they are talking about futuristic marketing and key future technology trends with some of your examples for uh, you know our listeners to easy to connect sure uh, you know i'll talk about some of the emerging technologies you know which uh, have actually emerged uh, as we talk but i think by 2020 they will be very very strong and some of them are uh internet of things you must have definitely heard yes, of yes iot uh, we have yeah. something yes uh we have been talking about internet of things for quite some time now and uh, all the technology is very very strong and uh, this is called as an emerging technology it has not totally emerged and there are a lot of use cases another one is uh, ar and vr mm-hmm. so augmented reality and virtual reality the next one is blockchain and blockchain is the most promising technology today talked about mm-hmm. uh, there is something also called as 3d printing and you must have seen drones as a technology as right. well right uh, in healthcare we talk a lot about the robotics so that is again a very very strong technology which is replacing surgeons and hospitals and most of the places yeah in fact there was Uh, there's a restaurant in bangalore with robots serving uh, the food completely Absolutely. ai driven hotel and it was a wonderful uh, experience so yes so thanks uh, rohit i think uh, you gave a quick view about the what market is and the what future technology would look like for my listeners and that's an all awesome info i would say you would have shared here now let's shift the gear to healthcare since your background he's been throughout in the healthcare and being head of strategy and marketing and creating that big brands in mncs what is the strategy you have applied uh, rohit in business uh, practice or when working with the marketing team uh sure jyoti um and the first thing which we look at is making their mindset entrepreneurial only if they are entrepreneurial they'll be able to think from a wide perspective mm. uh, also we look at uh, building up on brand differentiation and scaling up so how do you look at what are your brand differentiation factors and what are the ways you can scale up your brand mm-hmm. we also ask them to challenge the status quo so we look at inside development from the market and we then ask them that why don't you challenge what's happening in the market and look at ways in which you can make your strategy work in the market so always work with the end in the mind so what is your end objective right and then probably frame up your strategy and there are various frameworks uh, as we talked about you can define a set of working variables as well mm-hmm. uh, we also give them some business analytical tools Uh, to work on okay scenario building is very important in healthcare because scenarios can change very fast 
uh, we are in a very very uh, fast paced business environment in healthcare where regulatory factors changed environmental factors changed you know so regulatory and environment are two most important things which we talk to the marketers that you keep that in mind and put the customer at the center and then make all your strategies around it we also tell them to focus on roi towards the end mm-hmm. because everything depends upon the return of investment true i think these are some of the things which we keep them right in the beginning when they're making on their brand plans yeah from the entrepreneurial to roi i think that's a great uh, strategy uh, rohit thanks for sharing this nugget then how do uh, one understand various segments or a value chain of healthcare in india rohit i think that's the most difficult part you know mm. <laughs> <laughs> the healthcare market actually is expected to reach 320 billion dollars by 2025 okay and is expected to grow with a cagr of 12% now there are various segments jyoti you know in, in the market you know the biggest one is of course the pharmaceutical segment mm. you have the devices segment you have the diagnostic segment uh the best way which i have seen to understand each segment is of course having worked in those sectors because as an, as an outsider it is like a vast ocean hmm hmm so otherwise i advise uh, people to read a lot and there is a great book where you can understand uh, about the various segments and this book is uh, written by an author called as lorton robert burns and the book is called an overview of value chain indian value chain i would certainly ask uh, the people listening to this podcast to actually go through this this gives you an immense detail about the various segments and the way healthcare in india has evolved and is moving ahead okay it i would also talk about some of the online moocs uh, you know today online moocs have become very popular yes and uh, and that is uh, disrupting our uh, learning and development function too <laughs> yes absolutely absolutely yeah. these online moocs are actually disrupting quite a bit and you know it's the right way in which uh, people can actually self learn and upskill yeah the last uh, most important thing is i tell most uh, people is that uh, start with sales if you want to understand segments you know you, you need to start visiting these hospitals india is not about fortis and apollo and max india is all about those stand alone hospitals in a tier 2 city or a tier 3 city that is where you actually understand the healthcare segments hmm hmm yeah very true so that's a great insight uh, rohit and you have been recognized as one of asia's top 50 brand leader and my question to you is how to become a successful marketer in healthcare and how to make a customer centric brand plan for your healthcare product ah sure jyoti uh, to become a successful marketer in healthcare you know you sh- as i talked about sales you need to start from sales now that's number mm-hmm. one you know you cannot get inside your office and start making marketing strategies without having done sales so i would say that's the first thing you start with the basics and start with sales once you know the basics you know mm-hmm. once you know how the pharmaceuticals work uh, work and the devices work and the basic principles differ quite a bit uh, once you have known that then uh, you know we talk to them about uh, you should know how to demonstrate value now 
if you are working in an mnc it's very very important to make a value proposition of your product hmm. and a lot revolves around that and a uh, lot also revolves around uh, the economical model of the brand and the total cost of ownership mm-hmm. you know if you are able to sell this to a doctor to a purchase guy to the head of the administration of a hospital you can sell the brand mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so because everybody wants to ask is what is in it for me so every hospital asks is that if this is a very good brand and this is going to benefit the patient can it come at a good price what is the overall value does that it provides mm-hmm. you know how does it differentiate from competition right yeah. so they they will ask many questions and if you have a strong value of the product i think it sells okay then we also talk about uh, that the marketer should have worked on the product life cycle mm-hmm. of the product at all stages you know there are various stages of a product life cycle jyoti so you know you have the you know the stage at which the product is launched and there is a growth stage and there is a stage at which it plateaus and then there is a decline stage mm. so if you have actually seen the entire product life cycle only then you can appreciate the brand and you can actually look at what you want to do when it probably is at a decline stage mm-hmm. otherwise most marketers have actually worked very early in the product life cycle they haven't seen a product decline okay uh, product decline is much more tougher to handle <laughs> so so it's very important for them to actually look at all stages mm-hmm. they should have launched a few products obviously and uh, should know competition well should know concepts like game theory etc should have worked on brand plan process which is basically a 3 to 5 year process they should also know how to run campaigns and measure them mm-hmm. they should also know how to make a differentiated program in a cluttered market as we call it today and some of the tools for analytics and measurement should they should know uh they should also know how to manage internal stakeholders mm. you know it's very very important because you're dealing with sales teams you're dealing with supplier regulatory teams it's very important for a marketer to actually get along with these teams internally before you finally launch a product Hmm. So I think these are some of the things which actually can make a marketer very successful. Okay. I'm sure uh, when you got this award it would have been a fantastic moment being a top 50 brand leader amongst Asia. Yes. It was a great feeling I think we I went to Singapore to receive this award and it was actually a great feeling to represent India. Okay. Wonderful. In fact I was also one of the recipient to receive top 100 Asia's most innovative training and development leader last year. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so moving on uh, uh, Rohit, I think I paused you when you were talking about the AI and the VR and the blockchain. So these are the key future technology trends. So uh, Uh, do you want to give more insight to my listeners how these are going to play in the brand context or the healthcare context sure jyoti uh, i think we can talk directly on healthcare here this vr ar and ai and even blockchain they actually have a huge role in healthcare mm-hmm. uh, let me talk about blockchain first mm-hmm. uh, you know you must have heard about the personal healthcare record management right Now that is a big area where blockchain is currently getting employed 
and there are a lot of companies in india a lot of startups which are actually working in that area then you have an area called as healthcare analytics and uh, blockchain is also currently getting utilized in a lot of pharma supply chain so there are a lot of use cases as they call mm-hmm. uh, for black blockchain and pharma supply chain uh, blockchain can also be used in uh, knowing counterfeiting of drugs we generally do not come to know otherwise in a cluttered market that which drug uh, you know after even it has passed mm-hmm. quality tests mm-hmm. is good bad so blockchain can actually keep a tap on counterfeiting of drugs okay uh, in fact uh, one area which uh, novartis used was on a vr mm-hmm. so novartis recently worked with some of the app developers and, uh, and they developed an amplified robot to create a vr smartphone app so that's where vr has been recently used in by novartis uh, I'll also talk about a little bit which Glaxo is doing. Glaxo uh, launched a campaign called as Migraine, mm-hmm. Migraine Experience, mm-hmm. which uses 360 degree VR technology. Mm-hmm. It helps them to raise awareness about migraine sufferers in India. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was again a technology which has helped them uh, raise awareness about migraine. Mm-hmm. And uh, GE, a very popular healthcare brand, has introduced virtual reality training. for healthcare technology management professionals so it can these technologies can actually help a lot in training the next generation of paramedics and doctors as well mm-hmm. that's a wonderful insight uh, rohit so uh, rohit these key future technology trends are already in the market how to bring in this digital transformation in companies and uh, basics of digital to be successful in healthcare i know you spoke about g glaxo and all that but how do you bring that transformation in the companies sure jyoti you know digital transformation actually is a very very big term some organizations think that making a application you know yeah <laughs> makes them digitally transform no right so it's all about leveraging what we call as their big data or the lot of data available in the company how do you leverage that mm-hmm. so i'll break it down into a three part process okay uh, the first part is technology transformation which uh, i call it as digitization mm-hmm. uh, the second part is process transformation which is automation mm-hmm. so automating most of the processes and the third and the last important part is the business transformation mm-hmm. that is where you maximize your value Mm-hmm. and if you see in all the three parts people form a very important part so if people are not able to change mm-hmm. in a digital environment today all these three parts will not work mm-hmm. right so i always talk about that people actually form the center point of any digital transformation okay so that is in short uh, about digital transformation and as i told you you know this is a very very vast topic True. and today we can see organizations having chief digital officers or chief digital transformation officers who work over a time period of 3 to 5 years to actually digitally transform a company mm mm-hmm. yeah right yeah making it uh, you know uh, it's a longer term goal i would say uh, but it's a important uh, strategic uh, activity for the any organization 
ஆப்சூட்லிங்கிட்டிவிட்டிஸ்ட்டோட Yes, the future is digital as I mentioned, yeah. you know, and that is where uh, most of the businesses are trying to move. Mm-hmm. So, definitely uh, with all the transformation and the market and, you know, in fact, enabling the employee to move up the value chain, what we can't miss is the management perspective, uh, Rohit. Understanding these medical devices and other segments in healthcare, and the business models deploying technology you know to deliver effective healthcare how do you tackle this well you know uh, effective use of technology is actually the core of medical technology today mm-hmm. so how do you effectively use this technology to your benefit that's very very important mm-hmm. because technology should enable optimal outcomes to patients mm-hmm. and finally it should be cost efficient okay you know, we have various models in india which are cost efficient i can give you one example uh, which is a very very uh, famous model in india and it's doing really really well which is the arvind i model okay you know uh, this arvind i model uses technology as well and it's the most cost efficient model it is actually cost efficient because it is a self sustaining model and uh, a lot of companies have actually tried to model the arvind model and even uh, you know there is another another hospital called as narayan health right mm. who is actually also trying to model in the same way uh, india as i mentioned is not only about apollo fortis and max right but a large part of it is residing in standalone hospitals in tier 2 and tier 3 mm-hmm. and technology should actually be able to help provide doctors with the tools to enable a efficient surgery hmm. at a efficient cost hmm hmm now one of the things which the modi government has launched in a very effective manner uh, is the ayushman bharat which is a step in that direction okay which is a scheme for universal healthcare hmm hmm right so it's a insurance scheme which provides insurance hmm. for people who are below the poverty line i think that's a good step towards that direction and i think this is going to expand the way uh healthcare can actually increase its reach in tier 2 and tier 3 and uh, new technologies as i mentioned are introduced every year and technologies actually become obsolete very very fast mm-hmm. so it's actually important that most technologies which get launched in the market are actually enabling the patient and uh, i think that we should also look at price points when they are launching products because india finally is a price sensitive market. hmm hmm right yeah so definitely uh, with digital mindset and we need to scale uh, you did talk about the tools uh, uh, rohit so uh, which can help us perform our role so what are the tools one has to use for uh, branding or a healthcare during roll out or planning what would be the one you would recommend you know jyoti there are many tools you know available for marketers today you know some of the marketer tools which they can use for roll out and planning are the ever famous bcg matrix you know mm-hmm. uh, 
there's also a tool called as McKinsey feasibility model in ANSOFT's matrix. Mm. Uh, what we also encourage uh, them is to do a brand planning exercise for three to five years. That actually helps them to understand how the environment will look like, how things will change in the next three to five years. Mm-hmm. And uh, most importantly, uh, you know, built upon uh, any matrix should be built upon keeping the customer in the center. Mm-hmm. So if you have the customer in the center and you have the right matrices around it, you will definitely be very successful in your rollout. Okay. So now we understand the importance of building big brands in the healthcare with all the strategy tools and the techniques what you have shared. Can you share one any one example or a case study for my listeners to understand, uh, Rohit? What goes into it and how one has to be mindful about? Yeah. So you're talking about the big brands, right? Right. So, you know, one strategy which we can actually use to build big brands is a, is the strategy called as Blue Ocean. Mm-hmm. Now, Blue Ocean is a great way to build big brands. It's actually a framework to break away from competition. And you can create a Blue Ocean for yourself. And uh, you can be there for a limited period of time. You know, Blue Oceans are generally for a limited period of time because most of the competition will catch you after some time. But that limited period of time in the market uh, you have is totally a monopoly for yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give an example mm-hmm. here uh, of Virgin Atlantic, which is a famous airline of the US. Mm-hmm. When it got launched, you know, uh, it eliminated the first class and to, they introduced something called as business class. At that time, nobody knew business class. Right. So okay. it was a comfort for the first time. Mm-hmm. They also reduced one thing. They also reduced the number of routes. Okay. And they created ground transport. Right. So you should know what to eliminate and what to create. Uh-huh. To, because you have limited resources. Right. Right. So you should know what to cut down and what to create. So as to actually create a blue ocean for yourself. Mm-hmm. From a healthcare industry perspective... You know, there have been many brands which have actually created Blue Oceans. I'll give you a, a brand called as Januvia. Mm-hmm. Now, this brand is actually a brand from Merck, Sharp and Dome and I've seen it very, very closely. Mm-hmm. This was launched in the anti-diabetic market and uh, it was a novel molecule. And the way it was positioned, the way uh, the communication was done around this branding, it actually created a Blue Ocean for itself for quite some period of time and it became uh, i remember a 100 crore brand in less than two years time oh wow Hmm. okay that's a great uh, insight uh, rohit so rohit i'm in the talent development phase and i'm keen to know what would be the learning strategy as the market is so disruptive right how do you focus on your skills well i think uh, this is a great question jyoti you know Continuous learning and upscaling is the key today. Mm. Uh, it's very important to know the technology and skills that will be required in 2020 and probably beyond. Mm. Uh, some of the platforms which I advise a lot of people in the learning and development space is platforms such as EDX and Coursera. Okay. You would know them. Yes, right? yes. Uh, they provide a vast amount of information and a lot of their courses are free. True. Right. So I would recommend that you go there and there are self-paced and self-learning platforms. There is also an Indian platform, uh, Udemy, which has been launched. I think 
it has various uh, courses as well yes now linkedin has an arm carlo as linkedin learning mm-hmm. uh, that is also pretty popular for people probably who have taken uh, the linkedin premium mm-hmm. it comes along so i think uh, that's a great platform to learn from so there are various executive platforms like these which are available uh, which you can uh, use in your free time on your weekends to actually upgrade yourself okay and you can probably find everything uh, you want to learn today okay wonderful so rohit your perspective on creating a learning culture i mean how do you partner with lnd function to scale in your domain yeah Jyoti, you know, uh, first of all, you need to create a platform for company learning and learning on the go. Yeah. Uh, I would say, you know, classroom and formal training is the training of the past. Yes. Today, people want to learn uh, on the go. Right. And people want to use uh, technology to learn on the yeah. go. So people want to use something like as Zoom or Meetup. Yeah. They want to connect with people, deliver through webinars, you know. True. I think that's the way it's going to be. People don't want to learn at their laptops today. People want to learn uh, as they move uh, between jobs or as they move during tra- you know at the time when they are commuting in the morning or in the evening. And they want to use online tools. Mm. In fact, uh, I tell a lot of people that even emails would be something of the past. right and people would not learn on their desktops people would actually learn on their phones true yeah i don't know very soon we may bring in bring your own device kind of a thing and everything on mobile absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. sure and i'm sure there would be a lot of risk also right rohit predicting marketing strategy and placing your brand rightfully i know you did talk about few cases but then i want to hear from you what are the challenges one can encounter in in any of the sector or a healthcare you want to quote any of the examples how did you tackle it or to overcome those challenges i think jyoti that's a a great question and this is something which uh, we talk quite a bit and actually takes away a lot of our leadership time as well mm-hmm. in the healthcare sector today the medical devices are actually undergoing a huge regulation and uh, new rules have recently come into place uh, it's important to understand how these challenges will impact your brand and your company over both short term and long term Uh, so it's important to track and forecast these challenges in your sector okay uh, most of the changes actually affect the entire organization in medical devices i'll give you some examples such as you know the price reduction happened in stents hmm. and knee implants recently which actually impacted a lot of companies dealing with these products and uh, they are now getting regulated as part of medical devices by an organization called as cdsco hmm hence it's important actually to start doing scenario building of how your company will actually look like in the next few years and that is exercise which uh, you know most of us actually are doing currently mm-hmm. because the environment is so volatile mm-hmm. and ever changing so it's not easy as it sounds uh, jyoti and it requires actually a lot of thinking across the entire leadership team yeah definitely yeah 
Yeah, that would have been a, such a tremendous experience. Even in fact, even I experienced when for my dad when I had to put a stent, it was like huge. And now I think it is uh, a good reach for all the people. Yes, yes. So, uh, is there a benchmark, uh, Rohit, which one can refer and you know be compliant and gear up in this uh, domain? Jyoti, uh, you know, in today's VUCA environment, or as they call it, the volatile, uncertain, complex environment, yeah. there are no benchmarks. You know? Okay. <laughs> as there are no models which are truly efficient in companies actually have a short span. Mm-hmm. Most companies have a short span, right? Yeah. Because the, the models are changing so fast. The environment is changing so fast. So I would not say that, you know, you should follow a certain benchmark today. Mm-hmm. And uh, is there an, if you ask me, is there an, any ideal benchmark uh, which you can refer to? There is none today. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. Yeah, definitely. I think you gave one reference of McKinsey report and uh, BCG metrics also. Yeah. Right. Yeah, benchmarking is something you you should not be doing. It's like very dynamic. The market is dynamic is what you are tools, uh, you know, as you mentioned, you know, these are some of the tools which I mentioned, but I think benchmarking against something which is established and trying to copy it will not work for you. Number one, plus your environment keeps changing so fast. So it's very difficult to look at somebody and trying to emulate or trying to strategize in the same way. It generally doesn't work. Hmm. Sure, sure. So, Rohit, uh, how to become a successful marketer and how to make a customer-centric brand plan for any of the product? Any insights on this? uh, Yes. I think, uh, Jyoti, the uh, way to become a successful marketer are many. And nobody becomes successful overnight. Obviously, uh, you have to toil through the years to become a successful marketer. So to be called a successful marketer. Right. The length so and breadth. Things, length and breadth is used. Yeah. Yes. So uh, one of the things which I always talk about to most marketers that keep your basics very strong. You know, mm. once your basics is strong, you can build upon marketing concepts. You can build upon tools. Uh, you can build upon digital concepts which are now coming in. Mm. So I think basics should be very, very clear. Then focus on ROI. Okay. You know, most marketers sometimes do not focus on ROI, the return on investment, Mm -hmm. right? Whether it is when they are making their campaigns, their plans, they are more focused on the content, the way they are going to roll it out, but they are not focused on the return on investment, which is very important. Right. Uh, The third thing which I tell them is keep customers at the center when you're making your plans. So how will the customer look at your brand, look at the campaign, right? Or or purchase from you. That is the most important thing. How would they react? Hmm. What is the emotional connect? Okay. The fourth one is uh, execution. A lot of marketers focus on strategy, but when it comes to execution, they are like 20%, 30%. So execution is the most important thing for me. You know, uh, you can have a good strategy, but if it is not executed well, you can fall flat. Hmm. Okay. And uh, the future of marketing is customer experience. 
so focus on building a good experience for the customer and i think keeping these five things in mind you should be home yeah well grounded uh, points uh, rohit we are coming to an end of an interview of this subject okay i just want to understand from you is there anything we are leaving out here that needs to be addressed to my listeners anything i think you've covered a vast majority of the topics <laughs> in a very very short span of time uh so i think kudos to you and this podcast we've been able to actually deliver uh, a lot about healthcare brands and uh, the way marketers should look at the business environment today yeah i think uh, in fact even i had not ventured into healthcare uh, domain but i got a great insight uh, rohit but rohit it's not over yet uh, the interview uh, we have planned some specific super question to know about our leaders on my podcast who wow. come on stars of learning podcast and these are powerful questions targeted to know about you you know which will influence my listeners to engage empower and enlighten and that's the mission of my podcast too are you ready Yes, I think this looks like a shoot up of questions. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please go ahead. Yeah. So, Rohit, my first powerful question to you is according to you what is the star moment? Star moment. Okay. Uh so Jyoti, you know, having touched somebody's life and inspiring others is actually a star moment for me. Okay. and what inspires you to do everything that you do today uh making a difference to my patients uh, through our products through our services every day inspires me and to be able to put a smile on somebody's face and save a life uh through our products also inspires me a bit wonderful and if you have owned the company what's one thing that you would do differently in learning Well uh, learning is a way of life and learning on the go is today's mantra so online rather than classroom platforms such as qnet uh, zozoday emails are history uh, i would actually replace everything uh, in the classroom by online virtual platforms and learning and development uh, to be self paced rather than forced upon okay and what are the three most important things you would like to accomplish right now uh one of the things uh, out of the three which i would like to accomplish is from a leadership perspective is what i called as servant leadership okay there are there are a lot of books written around it and i am very passionate about this topic the second thing is uh, giving back to the society through my brand workshops okay and uh, three is i am passionate about traveling so i travel quite a bit and i love traveling so these are three things wonderful and if it is servant leadership then you should not miss my uh, episode number 12 and 13 i am talking to dr madana kumar from ust global he is a servant leadership evangelist and he is uh, uh, given a wonderful insight about servant leadership the journey as well as how he has implemented that in his company ust global so it's a two perspective i have brought in in the two episode i i would urge you if you can listen to that uh, podcast absolutely i would love to hear that sure and if i may ask you what are your strengths rohit uh definitely not an interview question but <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I, you know, I wouldn't call them strength, but I think something which I'm passionate about is I love inspiring others. I'm a committed professional and I'm a very passionate professional. I think some of the things which I also look at very closely is my decision-making capabilities. You know, I want to make decisions pretty fast. I don't want to linger on for long. I also love delegation and empowerment of my teams. And some of the other things are to do with uh, innovation and MarTech because that's, that's where I am. And last but not the least is empathy. I think as leaders, we need to be empathetic. Right. And what's the best book you have read this year or any time you want to recommend to my listeners? I know you have recommended a couple of books already. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So, I have, you know, there's a book which I read recently. In fact, uh, it impacted me so much that uh, there's a case that actually purchased a lot of copies of that book and gave it to my entire marketing team. Okay. Uh, this book is called as Catalyst. Mm-hmm. Uh, Catalyst is written by Mr. Chandra Molly. Mm-hmm. And uh, in fact, this was his first book. There's a second book which has come out. And this book is like a guide for your career. It's like a ready reckoner for your career. And I would certainly urge everybody to read this book. Whoever can get hold of, you can actually change the way you look at your career by reading this book. And one thing which, uh, uh, you know, this book talks about, which I clearly remember is the experience it talks about that experience is not the number of years you have spent in an organization, but actually the learning cycles which you are part of. So somebody who is, say, two years experienced in, in an organization might be more experienced than a 10-year-old guy who has spent 10 years in the organization but has not really learned something new. Hmm. Yeah. Um, that's a wonderful uh preview you have given about the book. Thanks for that, uh, uh, Rohit. Moving on, what are the characteristics of the best boss or a role model uh, or it could be a mentor or a coach you ever had and what made that person great for you? Yeah, I think I had many uh, role models and mentors in my life and some of them, uh, which I clearly remember, they challenged status quo. Some one of, one of things which I clearly remember is that they challenged status quo. Uh, communication was a key, you know. So they communicated and re-communicated upon the strategy continuously. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also focused a lot about uh, team building and camaraderie. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that is very important when you actually fail as a business or you actually win as a business. You know, that camaraderie is very very important. And uh, they used to show how things are done. So as they talk about lead by example. And for them, people were very important than business. Hmm. So what they always told us and what I've always learned is that, you know, you take care of the people and people take care of the business. Yeah. And it's never the other way around. True. So I think that has stuck to me and uh, my way of, a uh, leading team is also in the same way. Wow, wonderful. So Rohit, are there any tools that you use on a daily basis to be a better you? Uh, well, there are a lot of tools, but some of the tools which I use on a daily basis, not on a daily basis, but probably on a on and off basis is, you know, 
I read a lot. Okay. I probably read a lot and that uh, helps me a lot to chat up with teams on various topics. So that helps me quite a bit. And the second one is uh, I skim a lot of healthcare news on social media. Mm Mm-hmm. So if you can actually target social media to your benefit, and I certainly think you can target, you can get a lot of healthcare news which is out there on social media. Uh, well, to relax, uh, otherwise I generally de-stress on weekends and play some mind games to relax. So I think uh, reading is something and I, I do quite a bit. Okay. So in continuation, are there any habit you are practicing which has made you successful in whatever you do? I think there are very simple mantras to this question, <laughs> which is work hard, uh, party harder and uh, read a lot. Uh, read mostly, uh, you can read obviously varied topics and I would not suggest people to actually read only management books or stick to you can you should actually go ahead and read a lot of literature as well right mm. and uh, I'm very passionate about healthcare so I would suggest you can you should read a little bit about healthcare wherever you can get it from mm. so I think these are some of the things as an habit which you should do over and over okay sure So, Rohit, we have come to an end of this interview. And before that, I have one more question left for you. And before I ask you that question, how can people get in touch with you to get more insight, collaborate, or where can they reach out to you? Uh, Well, uh, there are a few places which uh, they can reach out to me. Of course, uh, they can reach out to me, number one, uh, through my mobile number. Mm -hmm. Uh, which is available on LinkedIn. And second is LinkedIn as a platform. So a lot of people actually reach out to me on LinkedIn as well. Okay. Uh, the third and most important place is I go to a lot of B-schools. Okay. Um, I, I, I actually speak on uh, brand management in healthcare in a lot of B-schools, I think. And uh, if you are a student and want to learn about healthcare or you want to connect with me, you can attend some of the talks which I actually give in most of the B-schools where you can just drop in, you can drop me a message, I can invite you to my talk. Okay, wonderful. On a closing note and that last question, uh, Rohit, your advice for those who want to accelerate their career in marketing or healthcare and are there any core skills you want to recommend? Uh, As I mentioned earlier, you know, I would reiterate uh, what I mentioned probably a little earlier, which is focus on basics. If your basics are great, you can actually become a really good marketer. And be passionate about uh, marketing, number one, and probably healthcare. If healthcare is your area of growth and healthcare is something which you're really passionate about, you should make your career in this sector. For me, I'm happy that, you know, I can actually give a smile to a patient by the end of the day or you know I have touched somebody's life by the end of the day so that's my motivator that's my purpose so I hope you have a great purpose uh, in your career and you are passionate about it Uh, also you should look at some building something new and do not try to follow others or emulate others try to work on uh, models which have not been worked on try to work on strategies which None of the marketers currently have actually done. Try to use 
something new which uh, nobody has tested before okay and last but not the least is compete with yourself every day and not others ah that's an amazing and great insight uh, rohit so guys uh, all the links and resources which we have discussed in this episode will be made available in my show notes page of my podcast stars of learning and also on my website prajwitaknowledge.com that is p r a j v i t a knowledge.com i list out all the conversation in my podcast description for your quick reference thank you so much rohit for being on this show stars of learning podcast and sharing all your wisdom about brand and healthcare i really enjoyed it and it was immensely useful insight and which i had not ventured and it was a great learning to me uh, and i'm sure my listeners will also enjoy it starting from you know the metrics you brought in the brand's concept and uh, all the n- small uh, nitty gritty it's like you know start with the sale keep an end in the mind roi towards the end a uh, lot of nuggets you have shared and i really enjoyed it thoroughly thank you thank you so much thank you so much jyoti i think it was great talking to you through this podcast and i'm very sure that uh, through this podcast uh, we'll be able to give more knowledge to the youngsters yes thank you yeah. really appreciate your time uh, rohit thank you so friends i hope you enjoyed this conversation with rohit if you have got any learning or motivated hearing to rohit then make sure you do share this podcast with your friends and post it on all social media and do let your friends know about this amazing information you have learned and let this piece of information help many others to engage enlighten and empower all my wonderful listeners thank you so much for your patience and tuning into this show and i'm always grateful to everyone who tune in who subscribes and leave a review for our podcast and by the way if you have not done that yet that would mean a world to me so head over itunes and take a minute to write a quick review and it will help our podcast grow and i really appreciate your support watch out for my next podcast where i will be talking to yet another interesting speaker until then bye for now take good care of yourself and go out and do something engaging enlightening and empowering thank you